Learn to be you, the podcast, real talk, real people. Hey, I'm really excited about this episode. We've got some amazing subjects on the wheel. Like I said, we don't know the topic, but we know the topics on the wheel. So yeah, I'm really excited about this today. Um, I'll let my other co-host introduce herself and then we'll pass it over to our guest. Hello, welcome to another week um, of the podcast. I'm Leah and our guest speaker this week is Katie. Katie, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi Jane, Leah, thank you so much for having me on. Yes, I have not prepared this, but um, yeah, so my name is Katie. Hello, I live in Aberdeenshire up near the Highlands of Scotland. I am a single parent to a beautiful little girl called Skye. I own a eco-friendly beauty and hair salon here and I also dabble in a wee bit of tarot reading and um, me and Leah have joined forces in the past um, so yeah I'm just really excited to be joining you here tonight thank you awesome amazing done like a pro <laughs> right Leah do you want to spin the wheel I always feel like Leah should wear a sparkly outfit a bit like the wheel of fortune <laughs> yeah yeah we need the jazz hands and everything go on Leah off you go Okay, so we have the importance of habits and routines. No way. I thought of this today. I was talking about routine anyway, sorry. No, go for it, Katie. No, it's just um, in the last couple of weeks, I've really gotten out of the habit of a routine. And routine is so important to me, even just, you know, drinking water, uh, getting up at a reasonable time, doing a bit of exercise having a little bit of time to myself in the morning, just those tiny little things that all add up to feeling your best and feeling in flow throughout the day. So I was talking about this today. Isn't it funny how these things come up? So important in my life. And I'm not really a routine person at all. I'm a bit all over the shop. But those little pieces of routine make all the difference. No, I'm totally with you. It's like that. I would like to say I'm spontaneous and don't like a routine. But without a routine... A, nothing I think gets done and B, the self-care goes out the window. And I've really noticed that even though I do do a bit of self-care every day, really joining this morning group, which I was talking about before we started recording, um, Lynette Gray's morning routine group every day, six o'clock in the weekdays, I've really noticed the growth for myself. I've really noticed that I'm able to slow down. I'm not manically trying to fill every hour of the day with work. I've really learned to slow down, to speed up. So I agree with you. It's hard, isn't it? Sometimes when you don't want a routine because you like to be a bit spontaneous, but actually routines are really, really important and help us to, to be the best version of ourselves. I like to say it's the foundation, like we're building a house. So yeah, Leah, what, what's your take on routines? And um, I think I've kind of been just going through the motions, told myself the story that, oh, I can't get into a routine. Obviously, I've mentioned a few times on like previous podcasts about my health conditions. And so I don't sleep very well. So it's like I can't get into a good morning routine because I don't sleep and kind of live been living in that story mm-hmm. um, until I'd say probably even in the last two weeks or so where I've actually really focused on. It's OK 
getting up at a set time. It doesn't have to be the 6 a.m. or the 5 a.m. It, it can be like, so for me, 8.30. Mm-hmm. And knowing that that's, that's still okay, that still gives me enough time to create the habits of a morning that help me. And that routine is working. I'm noticing that if I'm not getting sleep, bef- um, able to sleep before like, one o'clock then it does like throw me a little bit but I'm still finding that actually it is it has become more beneficial I'm not hurting as much now that I'm finding that that sleep routine more than the morning routine I think I think that's probably just changing the way I've thought about it mm-hmm. and like focus on actually getting a better sleep routine that which is is then going to have that domino effect of helping the morning routine and throughout the day really so yeah I think it is important to do that and it's about as I say changing the story that you tell yourself that you can't do it or I'm not that sort of person I've always been like oh I'm I'm not a morning person that's been another story of mine so I'm not going to be a morning person Mm -hmm. because I'm allowing myself to fall into that trap of the story that I'm telling myself so yeah that's where I am at currently on I suppose like creating new routines for for me that work for me. Mm-hmm. No, I think that shows great self awareness, and a lot of us won't admit that that we tell ourselves so many stories about I'm not a morning person or I don't need a routine. Yeah, we don't want a routine at times, but actually, routine you have a routine anyway without even setting one. You get up in the morning, you generally probably go to the toilet, you clean your teeth, you have your breakfast, you may do that in a different order, you get dressed. So we all have a natural routine. So does it hurt to throw in a few things that empower your day? And I like to do things my way, the J way, but I like everyone. And Katie knows this as you are one of my clients. We do things your way. You don't need to do it my way. There's, there's no set routine that's, do you know what I mean? Everything will work if you give your attention to it. But I guess it's finding your routine. And I guess I read a lot of books about morning routines and kind of tried to do what it said in the books and then was like, Every time I didn't do that thing, I was like, oh, I fouled. And then, and then I would feel rubbish about myself. So I've kind of learned that actually, yeah, all of those things work, but actually I need to pick and use my self-awareness for the things that work for me. And that's the key to it. So, yeah. I totally agree, Jay. I was thinking along the same lines in that we put so much pressure on ourselves. You know, I used to do the Miracle Morning every single morning by Hal Elrod and it's brilliant, but I find it overwhelming because I get really overwhelmed very easily. So, and I'm the same as Leah. I'm not, you know, I'm maybe I'm telling myself this story that I'm not a morning person, but even if I just do one of those things, or even if I just get up 10 minutes before I'm due to get up, have a cup of coffee, brush my teeth, look at myself in the mirror and say an affirmation, just have a moment of silence, just something little, that's a routine and that's enough. You know, I don't have to get up at four or five, six a.m. in the morning. Or the other um, helpful thing I find is sometimes mornings are a bit crazy for me and I, I tend to run late. But in the evenings, just before I go to bed, if I even take 10 to 15 minutes to myself to just sit quietly with a book or meditate or even reflect on the day or just have a cup of tea in bed and just be quiet, that is also a routine. And that's important. I love that. And I love how you just showed our listeners how simple it can be it can be looking in the mirror and saying an affirmation it can be having a cup of tea it i i've been up i like to get up early because 
generally we home educate our son as most of our listeners know and obviously I know you two know obviously Leah would know she lives with me um <laughs> and obviously I, I I care for Leo because of her health condition so that's my time to give back to me and I used to fill it with work now I, I, I the first hour of my day is for for me and that benefits Leah that benefits James and that benefits my clients because do you know what I mean because I do have a lot of energy and I do give out a lot of energy but I need to fill my cup so I'm not perfect. I don't claim to be perfect, but yeah, I think it's really powerful when we share with people those simple things that we can do that are really, really effective because like you say, it doesn't have to be, that was the book I was talking about. There's so many things on that and they do work and it's an amazing book and I would recommend people, but also let's also remember that if you're putting more pressure on yourself and you're just doing things to tick boxes, then you're counteracting what they're meant to be doing for you because in the end, you're like, oh my goodness, I didn't journal today. But I found with myself, I have been journaling in my morning call, but I like to video myself and just talk to the video and journal that way. So there's lots of different ways that we can do things. And there's apps with affirmations on if you haven't got time. Do you know what I mean? So but there's, there's loads of ways that we can share that you can do things, but it's just finding your way because what I do in the morning probably wouldn't fit Leah or even maybe you, but we share what we do. And then you just take from that what you feel fits your life. And I think that's the key thing because I find it very counterproductive when we're putting too much on our plate in the morning, because then actually you're not starting your day calm. You're starting it stressed or beating yourself up because you didn't do X, Y, or Z. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's, that's where it goes um, down, down the pan, really, doesn't it? When you feel overwhelmed and you feel like, well, all of these other people are doing this. So I feel like I'm failing if I don't do this. The one thing you help me with, Jay, is scheduling. Because mm. I, I do get overwhelmed easily and I do kind of go, ah, ah. Um, and the, the one thing that's helped me is having a calendar on my phone where I have things in my week that I, I do and I know it's in there. So it takes the pressure off of me. So I'm creating a routine that works for me it might not work for everybody but it works for me and uh that really helps even going for a walk mm. you know scheduling that in because today haven't even been able to go for a walk but if that's in my calendar it flashes up and I go oh yeah let's go and do that at lunchtime or something you know no I love that I love that how you said even scheduling in on your calendar go for a walk or do this or do that because it it like we talked about before in our session, blocking out time for you that, that I'm not saying yes to anyone else. This is for me and only for me. And I think sometimes we need to give ourselves permission for ourselves because I guess when you're parents, when, you've, when you, you've got a business, when you work, whatever you're doing, you don't take that time for yourself. So it's, it's really key I, to give yourself permission to take time for yourself because I hear a lot, especially with parents, self-care is selfish. Well, self-care isn't selfish because it's like I say to a lot of my clients, it, or what do they say on a plane? Put the oxygen mask on you first. So if we don't do that in life, we burn out, we can't give to ourselves. And I guess you've just got to notice the stories when you're, and habits take a bit of time to, to put in place. But yes. it's just practice, isn't it? I think we're, we're so key to beating ourselves up that mm -hmm. actually we don't give ourselves chance to to grow and to learn yeah or, yeah, yeah i love that i think like what you was um what you both said there like katie when you were saying like with your routines it's about 
finding the time that is right for you, isn't it? It doesn't matter whether that's morning, evening or mid-afternoon. Um, it's just finding that time to do what is right for you at that moment, if it is meditating, journaling, just reading a book. Now, I love to read and I read of an evening, but I need to... I get so into it. So like last night, I've just like started a new book, which I've almost finished today because I sit there and I start reading and the next minute, four hours have gone by and like I should actually be going to sleep. So reading at night for me, isn't the best, but it's finding the times, isn't it? You know, uh, that suits you and it's not beating yourself up um, when, because X amount of books tell you that morning is best and that doesn't work or, even us on, on talking this podcast now, I say in the evening, that doesn't work for you. It doesn't matter. Yeah, of course. You don't have to beat yourself up over it because it's what's right for you. Routine it isn't black and white. No, no. It, it, it's not rigid. It can change. And I think that's where a lot of, I know I certainly, um, it took a while for me to, to recognize that because I'd be like but the routine it says this and we need to do this at this time and oh now it hasn't then I beat myself up because I've I've now messed up the routine yes and like you're saying like with the putting it on your calendar and I'll myself and Jay we we've got a shared a shared calendar on our mm -hmm. phone so we can see what each of us do but we even schedule in time to spend together that's great because we notice you get so busy creating new content for businesses and spending time with Jaden or things like that, that we forget about each other. So put it on the calendar and you have to follow it. It's an easy re resolution to uh, what potentially could be a problem. Absolutely. And it's, it, it's just recognising that in yourself and being able to make those small changes. Mm -hmm. That's so true, Leah. And you know, when you were describing your life there, I got this vision of us all being squiggles. This is our personality, <laughs> squiggling away. And those little pieces of routine and schedules are just little anchors in our squiggly lifestyle. You know, so it's just these little anchors that keep you grounded throughout the day and then build up. You know, we've talked about um, JNR sessions, um, having these big leaps in life. Well, these little anchors and these little um, habits are creating those steps in order to have smaller, big leaps in our life. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. I love how you visually just, um, I'm a very visual person, so I love how you just described that as squiggles with the anchors, but you're right. If we, if we don't have these anchors, especially being energetic and serving people, if I don't have those anchors, I can't give to anybody. So I've realized after uh, over the last year or so how important it is to give back to myself. Um, also, if you're not very good at routine, accountability is amazing. So a coach is amazing. Um, the groups I go to in the morning are amazing because I'm accountable to, to, to be there. Um, because even though there's no pressure to be there, in my head, oh my goodness, they're going to notice I'm not there. So I've, I've been there weekends we don't do it but I've been there 15 days straight and that's how you can help to build a habit because a habit generally depending on what you read takes between 30 to 60 days 
But actually, having the accountability of someone there, you can even have accountability buddies that can message you in the morning. See if you're up. There's loads of different ways. You, it, it, do you know what I mean? You can even set an alarm on your phone to be accountable for what you're supposed to be doing. There's loads of different creative ways to be accountable, um, like meditation classes. Myself and Leo go to as many as we can find okay. um, on online so we're accountable to meditate because... I like to support the people that are doing the meditation classes. So I'm going to be accountable to show up there. And I know, Katie, you have sessions with me. That's your accountability time that we get to have some wonderful conversations that would make amazing podcasts. I know. It's just, do you know what I mean? And it's having that time, isn't it? To allow yourself and whatever way works for, for these people to have, have time to really give back to you because an amazing conversation where the insights drop is is self-care because the things that drop just make you go ah i was doing that such a difficult way let's do it an easier way because there always is an easy way but our brain is just always wants to do it the most hardest way like like simple calendar every most people have a phone calendar on your phone scheduling some stuff that you're supposed to be doing for yourself stick to it get some accountability somewhere if that's going to help you there's yeah. lots of different options to keep an accountable. And then eventually you can start taking some accountability back. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I keep my clients accountable by messaging what they're supposed to be doing. And, and that's just, and then they can take over. It's not about me always holding their hand, but they can take it over and be successful because at the end of the day, if you're going to keep reaching for a goal, a habit, a routine, and you're going to keep failing either because the stories you're telling yourself or you're not, you're not doing it. You're going to give up. I don't care who you are. You're going to give up because you're not getting that thing. So, so reach out. Don't give up. Just pivot. Just find another way. And there's always another way. There is always another way. Jay, honestly, what you say is amazing. And the help that you've given me by just holding my hand and keeping me accountable, just even pinging me a wee, wee text message to say, okay, how are you, how are you going with this? Or, and I've actually got little, um, reminders in my phone set every day to you know to do a wee bit of meditation or to take the washing out put the wash hang the washing up you know just those little reminders are just forming little habits no I love that and that's what I'm saying there's there's some simple ways that you can do things but people have got to find the way that works for them and the only way you find out what works for you is by giving it a go or or speaking to someone and it doesn't have to necessarily be a coach you could be a close friend and brainstorming together on ways or just writing down what you want to do and then brainstorming around it how I can do that and then give all the options a go do you know what I mean we don't find the option straight away but give all the options a go because and 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 you can have it stack as well so so like I know we've had a session where you've been on a walk so you've got a walk and you've had a session so so you can do things like go for a walk and listen to a book yeah. Go, do, do, do a walking podcast do you know what I mean there's lots of different options uh, there's walking meditations as well on online you can do lots of different options it's just finding the right one for you yeah absolutely totally agree I, I just have a tarot copy here that's wrecking my paper so that I'm sure the people on the podcast would love this little puppy here because he's being an absolute pain pulling all my paperwork down so yeah that's a bit of an insight into the podcast i told you we're all real and not edited here you get it all good the bad the ugly so, yeah sorry i was just going to say leah i don't mean to jump over you there do you want to 
no no go on it's fine no I was just going to say I'm mentioning I mean we're all we're all parents on this podcast and it's like with these habits and routines especially with parenting it's trying to keep up with the expectation that you set for yourself or or other people you know that's what I also found difficult is a parenting routine or just trying to keep up really with the Joneses you know, in terms of habits and routines, not just with myself. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think the key with that is taking away the expectation, mm. taking us taking that step back and realizing that it's okay to not be like the other parents. The I think when it comes to especially on the parenting subject we all have our flaws Mm -hmm. but we all have also that expectation that we put on ourselves because of the perfect parents we see on social media yeah and we've got to remember that actually what we're what we see as the outsider Mm-hmm. isn't the reality of that particular person they go through those struggles too they're just not showing it yeah and and I think certainly on that parent level if we had more people that were more open and raw and just honest that today's been a shit day mm. then you'd lose that I can't say anything oh my god I'm such a bad mum because I've just shouted at my child or yeah I'm such a bad dad because I'm in work all the time and I don't spend so time with my child or things like that. You'd lose all of that because actually everyone's going through the same thing. It's just about what they are comfortable sharing. Yeah, it's the highlight reel, isn't it? You know, mm-hmm. people in the playground and think, God, they've got it all together. They're so organised, you know. I've forgotten our swimming stuff today. I've forgotten our snack, you know. We're five minutes late for school pretty much every single day. <laughs> You know, so it's those routines and habits within parenting, your personal life, your business, your self-care, everything. It's really about, like, Jay, we've spoken about this before, and as you say, Leah, perfectionism and trying to keep up appearances. Yeah, no, it's certainly right, and isn't it? And keep on top of your own expectations, but others' expectations as well. And that's the thing, isn't it? And when you start opening conversations, whoever that's with, um, in a safe space, you start pulling apart some of your expectations, some of the words we use, because we've spoke about that, Katie, some of the words we use, what do they mean to us? Because what does perfection even mean? We've spoke about this before, haven't we? That actually, there's no... There's no such thing as perfection. And on another podcast, we were speaking about this, and she basically said... There was a quote she read that said, if you reach perfection, where are you going along the lines of that? Because if we ever get to perfection, where are we going with our life? If we become the perfect parent or the perfect partner or the perfect person, where else have you got to go? How boring would that be that there's no adventure? You're not growing. You're not learning because I know a lot about myself and I have great self-awareness, but I wouldn't say I'm at the point of, I don't ever want to be at the point where I'm, I'm perfect. I want to grow and I want to learn and I want to be real and I want to hold a space. Like Leah was saying, that I'm not showing the highlight reel. As a, as a father, that I'm, I'm showing you I'm real and, and we make mistakes, but we can always change those mistakes. And I think 
by showing our children that we're perfect or the whatever that means, that's actually putting a lot of pressure on them to to be perfect, and they're never, they're never gonna. And, and and I've said, I'm sure I said this to you as well, Kate. Think yeah. about your daughter. Think about our son. Do we do we hold them to the accountability of or the expectation of being perfect? No, because guess what? They are just fine the way they are. So actually, stop putting that pressure on ourselves. And I and I say this a lot. Words have so much power, and sometimes we'll use words and not even think what we mean by them. And actually, when you think about what you mean by them, that isn't even the word you were looking for. So words are, are, are a key thing. And I've changed the words I use a lot because I find there's so much power, let's just say positive or negative, in words. So, so it's like, generally, if I say, like, I can't remember, there was a word, busy, that was it, what we said on the set. And I said, busy makes you, how does that make you feel? And you're like, manic and overwhelmed. And I'm like, I like to say, my schedule is fulfilled because it makes me feel calmer. And you can even feel it when you're saying it. You're like, ah. Whereas if I say busy, even saying it to you now, I'm like, oh, manic. So, so it's changing that words. So, so even if people, as we're talking about routines and habit, if that word's too heavy for you, call it self-care. Call it my time. Call it whatever you want to call it. You don't have to call it a habit. If a habit means, oh my God, every time I try and have a habit, I fail. Or every time I... I, I want this routine, it goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Call it whatever you want to call it that makes you feel good about yourself because mm-hmm. it's the words. There's there's probably words that right. people are like, oh yeah, I don't like that word. It makes me feel this way. So so yeah, changing your words is a real key to motivation and, and moving forward with, with lots of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I love that. I think because I think actually the word for me is actually perfect. So using that word, that is, I think it's almost a, perfect is almost a trigger word for me, Mm. because it's only up until recently that actually I've had to take that word out of my vocabulary, because I got so rigid and having to be perfect that I was stopping myself, or it was becoming a almost control thing like when we first started on the home education journey with Jaden and I'd I'd be sitting there and we we were still in the following the school you have to do like sit and do the English and the maths and the handwriting and all of this and I remember it was only like Jay you pulled you actually pulled me up on it didn't you because I'm saying to Jaden you can do better than that that's not good enough rub it out start again and I was very like Mm-hmm. sergeant major with him yeah and it was only when jay was like but there's nothing wrong with it he's only seven eight however old i can't remember how old he was at the time but and i, I take taken a step back and that was a trigger for it's because it was that perfect everything has to be perfect and it was a trigger for me from my childhood so it's realizing like jay said like with the the words if the words are triggering that we're using on this then just change the word it still can mean it can still be the same thing it's just using a word that feels gentler and kinder for you yeah absolutely and I've definitely changed my language since speaking to you guys I've been saying people ask me how's your day it's I'm having a really brilliant fulfilled day and it's an abundant word rather than a restrictive Mm. it's powerful once you do it people will probably listen and go, what earth are you talking about? 
what is how can changing your word really do anything but I, I suggest they give it a try because it, it works. And I remember Leah, another scenario was, was his art. He was doing something like creative mm. art. And Leah was like, you're doing it wrong. He was doing painting with a sponge. And Leah's like, you're doing it wrong. And I'm like, how can he do it wrong? He's creative. And but, but <laughs> rather than the ego or, or the trigger come in, you've got to learn. And I think this is where being in a safe space with a coach or a group that you feel safe and held, that people can challenge you and rather than take it and react with it you stop you pause and we work through it together and and, and it's not a negative thing I think so many people use triggers against you and and kind of say well you're like this and you're like that and Leah knows my intention is always pure yes I will pull her up just like I probably pull you up Katie because yeah. that is how we grow if I never challenged you you wouldn't grow Yes. If I just people pleased and went along with whatever you said and didn't go, well, is that a bit of a story or is that the <laughs> truth? Is it that word that's making you feel rubbish? Or da, 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 da. If I didn't do that and I do that with love. And if you know me, you know, it's with love. Some mm -hmm. people, yeah, probably take me the wrong way, but that's because they're not my people. But yeah. my people know that I do it with love and I expect it back from all of you. Do you know what I mean? Because that's how you show love and that's how you you, you serve because actually we all want the best for, for people. Do you know what I mean? We, I guess even in your guidance, you both do tarot. You, you, that's for people to take on board. And, and like Leah said, she doesn't do tarot that kind of predicts the future because the future can always change. So whatever she tells you can always change because it's in your hands. So I just, I just think it's really powerful when you give back to yourself, because you start realizing, especially around the right people, that they'll challenge you to do things that are good for you. Whether that's a habit, keeping you accountable, giving you a kick up the backside, whatever you need, those people do. So I guess, I guess for me, habit is being around a community of people that want you to win. And not, I've I found with myself that I've got to step back sometimes because I want people to win more than they want to win their self. And the self-awareness in me knows that can be disempowering for people because I give so much and I'll take obstacles out of people's way that are not ready for those obstacles or they're their lessons. So I've had to learn in myself and that's not a negative, but I've had to learn when to step back and let people take over for their self. So I guess self-awareness I guess comes into habit that you're not beating yourself up. You know, there's good in what you're doing, but yeah. Absolutely. So I'm just thinking there, Jay, you know, for people and Leah, for people who are listening to this podcast, who don't feel like they have any habits in place or they don't have any sense of routine and they want to start building that into their lives, how can they do that in a sustainable way? In a, in a I think it's just starting small. I think so like for like with myself I knew that my sleep habit was completely erratic yeah so I set myself a target a target I guess of okay I don't normally get sleep till 3 a.m I'm going to make a change and I'm going to make it that I'm going to try and get to sleep at 2 a.m or 2 30 yep. that's where I'm going to start making that change and then gradually okay I'm doing that now so now I can make it 1 a.m and you know building it up gradually like that I think that's what 
rather than, I mean, I tried the all or nothing. Can't get to sleep till 3 a.m. Right, that's it. No, 10 a.m., that's it. Everything, TV's off, phone's off. I'm going to sleep. And I'd just be laying there. Getting frustrated. Getting frustrated because I'm in pain. My mind just, I just can't silence my mind because it's so focused on the pain. And then I'm keeping Jay awake because I'm tossing and turning, trying to get comfortable. And then I'm up and I'm back in bed. And when I've actually then, like I say, made the small changes, I'm now able to get to sleep before 12 some nights Mm -hmm. because I've met just making that small change. Yeah, you're right. It's just those little anchors, that small Mm -hmm. anchor. Yeah. I love that you guys have scheduled in time to spend together as well. I think Oh, there's a wee one. Um, <laughs> I think um, that is something that everybody can learn from in any relationship or any, you know, even time to spend with friends because we forget about that. You know, I get obsessed with my work and being a parent and I forget to actually schedule in social time or, you know, that's really important. Mm-hmm. No, I, I agree because it's like we, I like the way you said target lead because that just felt like a nicer word than habit. Because habit to me, I don't know much, is like, oh my goodness, I'm going to have a habit of going to the gym. Oh, well, I failed it. I mean, do you know what I mean? It always comes back to, oh, I didn't do it. So target is, is, is reminds me of the arrow. You pull it and eventually you're going to hit the target. It doesn't matter how many steps you take back, you're going to hit the target. So I love that word. So that's amazing. I might start using target. But yeah, yeah. I, I guess I guess in, in relationships, whether that's friendships or romantic relationships, or even time with your children, if you don't schedule time in sometimes, like you say, you're so busy doing everything else, you don't make time for each other. Or do you know what I mean? And it, and it can be hard. So I guess... That's something everybody can do. Even scheduling time for yourself is important, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? And it's it's these little things that you learn having conversations and reading books and just take all that knowledge and then find out what works for you. But I guess, like Leah said, start small. You don't need to all of a sudden start doing the miracle morning unless that's what you want to do. And that's amazing. You could start by journaling. You could start by, like you said, an affirmation in the mirror as you clean your teeth. You could start with making your tea and saying what you're grateful for. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. And I guess me and myself and Leah were all or nothing. It's we do all or we don't do any. And now I'm learning to be gentle with myself and do what I do and but for me i like i like to be in a community when i'm doing stuff i like i like the energy of doing it with other people so i guess that's what i'm finding from doing my month in my morning group that actually community i don't really need accountability but i guess maybe to some degree maybe i do but i like the community i like the energy i like showing up i like sharing I like, I like all that stuff. So I guess it's just about me now knowing that, mm-hmm. um, putting stuff in that makes me show up and be accountable and get that energy back that I need for my self-care. Absolutely. It goes back to just being, it's finding your people, isn't it? Because mm. you're trying to, you're in a group of people that they're all the same and they're all just going through life like robots and then you you then have this awakening as we um like to call it and you want to make those changes but you're still with those people that are going around in that robotic stance 
and you're going to get the of your why are you being weird that's just weird why are you doing that that's that's not normal and you get all that so that that's then going to disempower you and you're going to be more on you're going to be unsuccessful I don't want to I don't like the word fail so I'll say unsuccessful it just yeah um so it's finding that like you said Jay like you've got that community of people that are all on that same wavelength as you that's going to make that habit the target however what, again whatever word you want to use be successful mm -hmm. mm. so true it's a I got a vision again of everybody kind of holding hands and that's definitely what you've created you know this community that is all on the same wavelength going in the same direction and if we go back to the habits and things, one we um, goal I had for myself at the beginning of the year, Jay, was to um, just spend more time doing a bit of yoga, because for me, that's really, really grounding. And that's my wee anchor in the day, you know, and it helps me in so many ways. And it, it's a moving meditation. So I was thinking, how am I going to find the time to do this? Because in the morning, I'm rarely up when I want to be. The only, the only time I found was actually when my daughter was going to bed and she wanted me to stay in her room with her because she was scared of the dark. So I thought, oh my gosh, this is great. This is 15, 20 minutes. I'll do yoga in her room. So it's had so many benefits because it's benefited me, but it's also, you know, as she's falling asleep, she's listening to a yoga teacher. She's watching her mom do yoga. And I just think, you know, these habits don't have to be, for me, that was a big scary goal that I I wanted to achieve that seemed unachievable but actually breaking it down into this daily habit it kept me consistent because she was going mommy you need to do yoga tonight you know so it's having that we anchor in the day but also I felt like I was part of a community doing yoga as well so I love that. On, on that like subconscious level as well your daughter's keeping you accountable oh she always keeps me accountable <laughs> don't you worry about that Leah so you've got that accountability with her as well haven't you in yeah. keeping that habit going Yes, because every night she goes, Mommy, aren't you going to do your yoga? I'm like, oh, <laughs> too tired tonight, but okay. <laughs> I love that. I love that, how you got creative, because so many parents would just sit in that room, scroll on their phone and, and be, be want that goal, but not do it. So I love how you use that creative time to be a good role model, but actually keep accountable for your own goal. Because we can, as parents, can't we, have this thing of, oh my goodness, they're in bed now, I deserve to sit down, oh my goodness. And the, those stories that we tell ourselves. So I love how you got creative and that's what it's about, isn't it? Getting creative, because you wanna do a meditation, do one at your child's bedtime. There's loads of meditations for children that are like stories. Do one of those with them. Then you're both doing it. It's just about getting creative and fit things around what fits for your life. And that, and, and I'm sure each one of us would give you some ideas if you want to. I can just see that we're coming up to time. So if we just have our last point each and, and, and we're going to drop Katie's links below um, this episode so you can get, you can reach out because I think it's good to find people that are on your wavelength and I'm sure we're all open to a chat with people to, to give some tips because that's what it's about. It's about doing it together. I'm all about empowering young minds, but to do that, I've got to empower everyone because that built us down. So yeah, we want to share our last point on the topic before we end this amazing episode. And I know we could talk for about another four days 
on just this subject. And I love rainbow conversations. I call them rainbow conversations because we start on one topic, but we finish on the end, but they're all related. Do you know what I mean? And it's, and it goes back to my last point of, if you want to get outside your comfort zone and reach a habit, a goal, whatever that looks like, break it down into small stepping stones. And sometimes we need some help to do that because it's overwhelming. We've got this big habit, like you said, the yoga. How can I get creative? And sometimes we can't do that on our own. And guess what? We weren't built to do things on our own. If you look back in time, we all came from armies and tribes and we were built to do things together. So never be afraid to reach out and ask for help. But yeah, if you two want to share your final point on this podcast. Casey? Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, I think just what you, you spoke about there, Jay, was that feeling of being overwhelmed by everything that we have to achieve in our day to day and all of these little habits, anchors, targets, whatever you want to call them, that build up to something greater and build up to us being our best version in this life for ourselves and everybody around us. Um, I think definitely having somebody who is accountable, holding your hand, I know Jay and Leah, you've been that for me. Um, just checking in with me and saying, look, I've got your back. I'm here for you. My best friend messages me in the morning and says to me as well, have you done your washing, Katie? And, you know, because I need help with that. I can't remember. And I've set a reminder from my phone. But it's just doing these tiny wee things. And even just doing one thing a day that's a wee habit, like waking up in the morning and, you know, just having a cup of coffee and just having a moment of silence. That's enough to start off with. So it's just about being kind to yourself and not overwhelming yourself on the daily because you're just gonna you know um stop so yeah I love that amazing Leah yeah I think it for me it's just about taking away the expectation but um you put on yourself and what you feel other people have of you and doing what is right for you I think that is key to most things not even just on the habits and things like that it's just about feeling into going it within yourself and what feels good for you not what is expected of you so yeah just amazing i love this this has been an amazing episode and i'm sure there's loads of wisdom and i'm sure i'm going to listen back because i always take far more when i listen back again but thank you both for joining me and yeah, look forward to speaking again real soon. Thank you for listening to our podcast. I hope you found it just as powerful listening as we found it recording. If you would like to reach out to any of us on this episode, you'll find our details in the description below.